Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of spring Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast on the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road. And get that vape, put it in your brain, and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left, it's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast on the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Man, I forgot about Akon, dude. I can't believe he showed back <laughs> up, dude. What are you talking? You're supposed to forget about Dre. Why did, no, how did you forget I about Akon? I never forget about Dre. I would never forget about Dre in, ever in a thousand years. But okay. It's just so crazy to just think that he came. For so long, he was gone. And now he's back. Romancing all the way from <laughs> Africa back to America, man. It's fucking incredible, dude. This all whole right. story, y'all, remember, I've been, and I've been working on it because I know the audience... They expect a certain amount of accuracy from me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just who I am as a performer. They expect an abundance of words anyway. They mm. look at me and they're like, he knows what he's doing. I'm in good hands, especially with accents. Huh. Um, he's a shapeshifter. <laughs> and so back into South Africa for this episode. And it's important to remember that it's Seth Ifiki. Wow, very good. All right, everyone. Welcome to Last Podcast on the Left. I am Ben. Hanging out with Marcus (laughs) and the newly crowned fan of Elon Musk, Henry Zabrowski. I'm (laughs) anti-pitted. 
Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, brave. I think that's very, very brave. It's a right? brave stance to have in 2021, considering it, it ended in 93. I've been against or right it. around there, anyway. I've been against it since 87. That's well, when that's I knew. Fantastic. That's when I knew what it was. Birth. Birth. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much 84. for joining. That's when I was bored. It took three years for me to understand global politics. And then I understood pain. I understood pain at 87 and money. You're Got a it. savant in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. This is our final episode in 2021. So hope everyone had a fantastic, uh, what we oh, know. Yeah. Everyone they, had a fantastic holiday they, and a great. fantastic full oh, really? year. Full year. Uh-huh. Wow. So, wow. What a way to put an exclamation wow. mark on it with this topic. Before that, I want to give one shout out to my friend who I met in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, named Diane or Diana, but she is a bartender at Ocean Mist Pub, okay? And I was at this pub for four hours, and people were they it's a hard job, so go to Ocean Mist Pub in Fort Lauderdale, tell Diana Ben sent you, and she'll charge you double. Anyway, <laughs> send her some love. Okay. Wait, guys, we're back in UFOs. We're back in UFOs. But now I'm we're excited. back in UFOs. We're I'm back excited. and we all are discussing <laughs> this is so smooth. We are discussing today the story of Elizabeth Clarer. This is guys. I want you to get ready for some romance. Oh, All right. Yeah. Oh, We're setting no, the tone. Light a candle. This is much, much more romantic than the usual dirty pool that we normally play. Like, the, this is not, we're not talking about, like, sucking and fucking here. We're talking no. romancing and relaxing, my we're friend. We're talking wow. licking and flicking. Whoa. Right? This romance. is all about, this is all about letting out the route, like, it's so fun. If you're ready, if you want to do this, let's say you have a partner. Let's say you, you want to romance somebody tonight. Do it in a UFO sure. style. Get a bunch of petals. Put it in the shape of an orb on your oh. bed. All right. It's really important. Set the tone. Put out some bars of soap. That's oh. great. And if you're trying to figure out how do you make the shape of an orb, just lay down in your bed. Given the fact we've all gained 50 pounds, put mm-hmm. the pedals around you. Stand up. <laughs> it's in the shape of an orb. All right. Elizabeth Clare. Let's get into this crazy tale. The Close Encounters allegedly experienced by South African Elizabeth Clare from 1954 through 19... Yeah, dude, alleged. I'm saying alleged. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I get it. From 1954 through 1963, these abductions hold a special place in the history of ufology. While intimate encounters with alien species are now somewhat commonplace in the modern lore, Elizabeth was the first abductee to claim that she had both a sexual and romantic relationship with an extraterrestrial. This episode really puts the ooh in ufology, right? <laughs> because this is, we last couple, we did an episode about the sexual encounters with the alien. And a lot of times they're a lot rougher. Yeah. Let's say, right? And I was mm-hmm. reading through a book called Secret Life by David M. Jacobs, who was a uh, protege of John E. Mack, who was the Harvard who was the Harvard professor that lost his whole reputation being the first like high up scientist to take the abduction scenario seriously. Hold right? on the a second. There was up. a professor with the pro wrestler name Johnny Mack. It's John Johnny E. Mack. Mack. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's John Eduardo Mack. I don't Welcome know to class, kids. Is. It's Johnny Mack. If you're fucking late, you get a pile driver. But a lot of times, these, you know, as we've talked about, like, you know, Secret Life talks about a lot of times abduction scenarios where they put a little cap at the end of your penis and it makes you so hard that you come a mixture of semen and blood and the women having orgasms through their mind. They don't like it. They don't want to deal with it. This is different. Okay. This is romance. And what this really requires, especially if you're incredibly sick, 
Like I'm getting over, Marcus is getting over. If you're incredibly sick, this is a really good time to eat a bunch of edibles and let right. the, let this permeate through your brain, like through the membrane of your reality and understand every once in a while, these encounters can be romantic. Okay. Mm. Can I split the difference and roll up a joint made of edibles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that'd be fun to burn. <laughs> From what she later claimed, Elizabeth Clare mated with a Nordic-type alien named Akon, who claimed to be from the planet Meton, a.k.a. (laughs) Venus 2, located 4.3 light-years from Earth in the Proxima Centauri system. Okay. Yeah, you know he fucking... You gotta get the best fucking herb on Venus 3, though, dog. (laughs) Yes, indeed. You are smoking so many edibles today, it's crazy. Well, following two sessions of romantic copulation, Clara claimed to have been impregnated by Akon, and she subsequently gave birth on his home planet. Remember, huh. Meton. Meton! Yeah. <laughs> there, she spent nine years in Meton time raising an alien hybrid son, although in Earth time, she was only gone four months. Okay. That's nice, though, man. Honestly, I like the transition. Boom, boom, get out. You raise a kid, then you're done. Four months yeah. later, Earth time, you're fucking done. You're already a mommy. It's like the kid's in college. I it's agree. Over. That's actually, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Claire, however, was never shy about giving the details of her story. She began speaking out about her experiences in the 70s, and her story was in fact given a standing ovation at the 11th International Congress of UFO Research Groups in 1975. You could almost hear the pre-grunt from the entire crowd when they're like, I think we have to do a standing ovation. I was about to say, and it's also incredibly difficult for the amount of rascals in that audience <laughs> for them to do it. Can I just rev the rascal a little? Ew, 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 That's ew, as ew, good ew. as a standing ovation. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> well, partly, the standing ovation was because Elizabeth Clare had a story to tell that was more than just a horny fairy tale romance with a beautiful alien. Is it though? <laughs> I don't know. I hope, I hope we get a little That's- bit more than that. I'm given the benefit of the doubt here. In addition to the window dressing, Elizabeth was also able to give specific technical specs about Akon's UFO that, at the very least, sounded highly convincing. It was okay. very detailed in the way that we see a lot with abduction scenarios, uh, people who experience these type of things and uh, people who have things like schizophrenia, like highly detailed fantasy worlds or is it highly detailed reality something that she understands well to tell the truth romance novel narrative aside the ufo specs given by elizabeth clare could be applied to some of the very real video footage we've seen of ufos these last few years as a result of soft ufo disclosure oh yeah i've seen a couple of hard ufo disclosures as well on the old porn hub you watching ufo porn kiss it exists i don't watch it though because i don't believe (laughs) (laughs) true 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 well put another way all of this stuff that elizabeth claire was saying sounded good back then to people who wanted any kind of insight into the science of ufos and it still sounds good to maroons like us who have no real understanding of science true and her stuff was (laughs) wait a second it's true it sounds i don't know anything about science you go like oh yup every single time she explains about like light energy conversion or turning matter into energy or like gravity wells like she says all this stuff that the alien said to her he alien explains to her many times Mm -hmm. which we'll see and you're like 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes some sense. If you ever say I don't know about science again, I'm just going to push back with saying I've read every Marianne Williamson book. So you tell me I don't know about science. One thing I will say about this scenario is, okay, she goes into a highly specific detailed story of these various things that she sees. The ships... The science behind how these ships work. And I know that a part of it is that e, there's something within the phenomena that wants you to translate to other people. This is real. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give you all of these details, these highly, highly, like very specific things to try to like put a hook into that you can believe in, which is something that people like MUFON and all these types of people who want like actual hard evidence of UFOs. Right. That, that's how you get them on your side. Right. Which is the problem is it's also how you get torn apart because people then look at the science that you're spouting and it doesn't make any sense. You sound like a schizophrenic. You sound like someone with like a very ornate fancy a fantasy life right? mm, that sure. has built a whole world. But that's why I think in my brain, what we are looking for in terms of hard UFO information that was has been given by, quote unquote, soft disclosure. Right. I think that that and the abduction scenario are very different phenomena that we see from different angles, right? The fact that the UFOs that we are seeing and we have footage of, they don't they don't listen to any one of our actual f- rules of physics here on planet Earth, right? Like, well, I hope they, they listen to the podcast anyway. I mm. mean, I give five stars on iTunes. Right, please, back. God. February on, 1st, five quack. stars on iTunes. And so the, the you know, they split open, they they change, they don't they don't react to inertia, they can go between mediums from like water to air without stopping, all this kind of shit. On the same level, psychologically, the abduction scenario is also really similar, where it does not pay attention to any sort of reality. But there also there is a structure to the abduction scenario. And what I will talk about as we go through what she experienced, it actually is really similar to the other like chapters that someone travels through during a gray abduction. But it's done essentially with the fucking drapes, like it's yeah. Red Shoe Diaries oh. versus the horrible rape that the grays do to people. Yep. Okay, well, let's get into it. But it's it. just not, just, you could try to pin this down. All right, I'm yelling. All right. Now you are. And you could now try you to pin this down and be like, oh, I need proof. I need proof. And I get it. I get that you want that. But also, it's nebulous because this fucking crazy woman experienced something. And we're going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. It seems like you are exceptionally defensive. No. Uh, she's speaking just got- with two friends, especially <laughs> friends that are, you know, interested and uh, in agreement no, on those things. No, no. there. Yeah. Like but on it board. it does seem like yeah. you are still yelling somehow. Somehow how you've gone to that. You? Don't how know how you, you worked yourself me? up. Because Marcus and I actually didn't say anything during, during your Nothing. spiel. But then you somehow still got mad. I'm not so mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> so based on the positive response Elizabeth Clare received from her UFO talk, Talks, she released the full story in the form of a book called Beyond the Light Barrier in 1980, mm. which will cool. work as our main source today uh, for our journey into the world of romantic UFO encounters. Although I apologize for being so stuffy. Additionally, <laughs> <laughs> my nose and my I am stuffy. I think it actually works. We yeah, all you, have we all have mm-hmm. some. It's just a rainy gunky time. Yeah, this is kind of romantic though, isn't it? it yeah. Is. Oh, yeah. I suppose so. Also, in our three separate orbs, our <laughs> three separate squares that we're looking at. Yeah. Well, additionally, we also used a chapter from a book called Maverick: Extraordinary Women from South Africa's Past by Lauren Bukes. Bukes, by the way, gave a very generous account of Elizabeth Clara's life story in addition to the alien experiences. You know what I also want to give all of you a tip on? It is this documentary that is narrated by one of the most compelling voices I have ever heard in 
uh, UFO documentation. It is called Extraordinary. The seating. It's narrated by this very <laughs> ethnic man named Henry Zabrowski. And it is about the hybrid phenomena. This is actually very interesting. And it is connected to what Elizabeth Clare experienced. But yeah. I was even cracking myself up watching it yesterday because I forgot that I I forgot that I narrated it. And so it's just my voice coming in over these people talking about being space raped. It is very, very interesting. But it, it's it's got a lot of compelling footage. Wow. All right. Well, watch out. Whoever narrates Ken Burns is documentaries zabrowski is coming for your job come for your family well, don't talk that way about peter coyote so elizabeth claire was born the youngest of three daughters on july 1st 1910 to an english couple who had settled on a farm in the kwazulu natal midlands in south africa this elizabeth said is where she had her first extraterrestrial sighting at the age of seven she claimed that she and her nine-year-old sister were feeding their sealy ham puppies outside of the family farm. What they, is a sealy ham puppy? It's, it's, it's a, a little puppy. terrier. It's a, it's it's a, oh, a, it's, a, it's a dog. I thought yeah. that this was like another term for like a horse. Oh, like, oh, or they were feeding actual seals. Like, I don't know. It'd be kind of cute. I feel like it's a little puppy, but they have the little, um, you know, when you slice a pineapple and you put a little you put a little cherry on it and then you put a little toothpick in a ham. And I feel like maybe it would have fur like that or something like that. Ham puppy. You would think it'd have little pineapple slices on it. No, yeah. I, I mean you sure okay, you want yes. <laughs> you know, I mean it works. I'm allowing a lot today. Thank you. Well, they said that they saw a glowing orange red meteor falling from the sky. Meteor big enough where Elizabeth could see the craters that pocked marked the object's surface. Cool. Suddenly, though, a silver disc appeared, flashing a pearly white light that was similar to that of heat waves, subtly changing the colors of the air. It floated next to the meteor and slowly pushed the sphere off its path, saving oh. Elizabeth and quite possibly South Africa. I, Whoa, that's I feel awesome. like it's a lot. I feel like all of these are projections. Truly, mm -hmm. I think the idea that it saved us from a comet is probably not real. Why? Because but they're doing that now with, with our missiles and stuff. They're, we're working on we it. Maybe just they did, did save it for us. the first time. We did it just for the first time. I know, but, but maybe they did save us. Maybe, who knows? But I will say what's interesting about the heat like rays coming off of it that is very similar to what we're seeing in the water right now like we're mm -hmm. seeing these usos pop up and they're disturbing the water they create foam around them we talk about in our usos episodes mm -hmm. cool well immediately after the near miss elizabeth and her sister ran to their house and told their parents what had happened elizabeth's father was skeptical but her aristocratic mother who dressed in evening gowns for dinner even in the south african wilderness she believed them being of a more whimsical nature i mean yeah she wore evening gowns to dinner every night she's mm -hmm. a fairy tale woman oh mm -hmm. i'm sorry to bring this up to you henry the women don't dress for us she dresses for herself and so because she said i want to feel Thank special you. today and she doesn't care if anyone sees her because she wants to wear her evening gowns and then eat what i can assume is a series of different porridges all i know is is that if you start wearing evening gowns kissel i know that you haven't made a harry styles turn towards androgyny i know it means you're about to have a stroke yeah that's possible because that's possible. you will have to shop at the dress barn no. I know the dress barn, one of the worst named yes. places of all time. For every size of hog who wants to go out for a date. Uh, we don't get treated very well, do we? No. no. 
But the man who gave the most credence to their claims was their Zulu farm manager, Ladam, who had a deep understanding of Zulu folklore. Ladam believed that the girls had seen a lightning bird, which can be either a good or bad creature. I fucking love oh, no. lightning birds, dude. This yeah. is so fucking sweet. Have you ever read anything about the Dogon people as well? Yeah, I've read about the Dogon. The Dogon, the Dogon's talking about the idea that they are very, very attached to the uh, to the to aliens, and that they've been speaking to aliens for a very long time. There's a yeah. very deep relationship between several uh, African tribes and the UFO phenomena. Cool. Very true. On the good side, the lightning bird can be a herald of the sky gods, a creature with metallic iridescent wings that shift color in the same way Elizabeth described the craft that pushed the meteor off course. Hmm. But the lightning bird can also be a creature of evil. That's what fucking happens, bro. It's neutral, bro, like the universe. Yeah, it's said that this creature usually served as a familiar for witches and witch doctors, bound by their masters to attack their enemies in an often vampiric fashion. But you know what's so annoying is like the witch does all the work, right? And yeah. then the witch doctor comes in and is like, yep, you're fine. <laughs> oh, it's so just you're bullshit. comparing this. You're basically comparing you know, nurses and doctors to this idea correct. that nurses do all the work. Yes, oh, because what does the witch doctor actually do? And we need to start fucking thanking our witches out there. Because during this pandemic, they've been putting some hexes on people. And I know for a fact they killed a couple of evil ones. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) The lightning bird has an insatiable appetite for blood and sometimes takes the form of a beautiful young man who seduces women, quite possibly like our friend Akon in this story. So months after the incident with the meteor, Elizabeth had her second sighting, this time with farm manager Ladam present. She later said they were outside when the sky dimmed and massive black clouds filled the skies. fucking flashes of lightning going off. You'd be a great weatherman, Henry. So excited about clouds. I mean, it's cool when UFOs are about to pop out of it. Normally clouds are stupid. But suddenly, a tornado funnel formed and swayed towards Elizabeth's homestead. As Elizabeth ran towards the house, as lightning seemingly chased her, the heroic silvery craft emerged again, this time accompanied by a herd of unearthly white horses. Whoa. Sweet Johnny Cash. Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> Very apocalyptic. The funnel was redirected, and the tornado instead destroyed a nearby abandoned shed. Now, after this encounter, Ladam figured he had no choice but to bring in a spiritual leader. So they contacted their Zulu chieftainess. It's so interesting how they like went straight to kind of go. We just covered all those exorcisms, like the mm-hmm. idea of being like, we need a priest in here. Like we yeah. need it. Like we got to figure this out. There's horses everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, immediately picking up on the game, the chieftainess claimed that it was Elizabeth's golden hair that had called down the Abalungu. In Abalungu, of course, it's a collective and now derogatory term for white people. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. So we're the horses. Yeah. No, it's pretty much saying, like, it's Abalungu. When do I it's get ca- my horse? It's like I, the same mm. as, it, like, it's like calling us sky honkies. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Whoa. Sky honkies, dude. <laughs> I'm opening up a bar called Sky Honkies, and it's going to be really successful. <laughs> That's like... Uh, one of my favorite quotes from remember that back in the day they had the movie there was a TV movie about Heaven's Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a and I forget the name of the movie. Would have had one of my favorite quotes in the very beginning. Those eight honkies, they're space people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Very cool. Uh, well, regardless, the chieftain has said that there would be a meeting between Elizabeth and the Sky Whites. And eventually, a mating. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you about to get fucked. Imagine you imagine a doctor, you met a priest, and the first thing he said, oh, well, you're about to get fucked. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what happened with the stupid Virgin Mary. Yeah. Could be. We don't know. But those encounters would be the end of, of Elizabeth Clare's extraterrestrial encounters for nearly 20 years. After growing up and getting a meteorology degree in England, she returned to South Africa in 1932, married an RAF pilot named Captain W. Stafford Phillips, and cool. gave birth to a daughter. Being a pilot, Philip taught Elizabeth how to fly, and she'd often serve as a navigator when they took his Tiger Moth single propeller plane out for short trips around South Africa. And it's here in the skies where Elizabeth had her next encounter. In 1937, Elizabeth and Captain Phillips were flying their Tiger Moth from Durban to Baraguanath when a huge blue and white pulsating sphere with a slightly raised dome, classic UFO, pulled level with their plane. Oh, and then hold on one second. Roll the window down. (laughs) Do you have any grape poop Absolutely fascinating. I can't believe the, the Grey Poupon commercial. The phenomena happened. I can't believe the Grey Poupon phenomena happened to me. That's a commercial reference from 1996. Elizabeth noticed it first and then like tapped her husband on the neck. Just, See? Oh, oh, look. Look, Philip. I can't understand. It's a spy. Whoa. It's form of, some form of spy. Whoa. He ducked and banked away, kind of freaked out. Yeah. The UFO, however, kept pace as easily as an Olympic athlete would with a child, flashing blue, white, and yellow all the while. Finally, it flipped on its side, rolled away like a wheel, and vanished in a burst of light. Uh, It's kind of funny because Elizabeth, the way she talks about it too, she's been very into this ever since she first saw it. Like, when she first saw that UFO, she would, I would go out into the fields, and I would try to see the UFO again and again, and it did only come temporarily. And then this one, too, she had her face pressed against the glass. I did see um, a documentary with Elizabeth Clare called Beyond the Light Barrier, and then the same name as a book, and um, it was the most boring single hour I've ever spent. I think I made it six minutes. So does that mean that it's real? That yes. must mean it's real. I think so, yes. Yeah. Now, this experience seemed to introduce an entirely new way of thinking to Elizabeth. She said that afterward, she could sense a lovely planet glowing in the velvet depths of space. Fuck you, yeah, man. Yeah. Beyond, as she called it, the light barrier. This That's where she so got the name from. Fucking awesome. trippy, dude. I just watched Annihilation 2, and it's just like so fun to like think of fucking phantom planets, man. Yeah. Or real ones. You could also think of all the real ones out there. Man, whatever, man. They're fucking... (laughs) I'm bored with that shit. (laughs) Once Elizabeth was aware of the presence in the sky, she started practicing telepathy with every being where she could sense the spark of life, from dogs and cats and plants to machines and horses. I mean... Well, but hold on one second. But she's doing telepathy? With items and creatures that can't respond. You're right. So she's just like looking at like looking at a poinsettia and being like, I know you like lasagna. Yeah. But like the poinsettia didn't say anything and there's no way to convey or that. Here, so I, but Kissel, I'm going to do telepathy at you. And okay. You tell me what I'm thinking. Right. Because it's very easy to do. Oh, you want right? me to tell you what you're thinking. I'm doing telepathy at you. So you have to try to absorb it. All right. So here we go. <sighs> Um, 
You were thinking of your father face down in the pool that you bought the family. Jesus mm. fucking Christ. Is that it? No, that's the darkest thing. That's dark. Oh, God damn it. I was, thinking, I was thinking of a big butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, similar. Perhaps took uh, us up in the no, air. No, Zabrowski no. Fu- the Zabrowski butt is a trait that is very familiar. It is a butt that goes in. Yeah, it's recessed. All right, well, I should have guessed. Mm-hmm. So shortly after this sighting, Elizabeth's husband, Captain Phillips, was redeployed to Hatfield in England just as World War II was heating up. There, Elizabeth worked for the Royal Air Force as a meteorologist, trained specifically to observe aerial anomalies. That part's definitely true. Cool. It was while she was working this job that Elizabeth claimed to have met and made friends with Air Chief Marshal Hugh Dowding a British national hero who would later lead the defeat of the German Luftwaffe during the Battle of Britain in 1940. This guy's a big deal. I love the names in this story. Oh, yeah. If I met him, I would just go like, good work. Good work. Finger guns. Fuck you want. I'll buy you a Happy Meal or something. Cool. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bro. (laughs) Kelly, I did. They do seem like very classy people, though. Very. Elizabeth claimed to know Sir Dowding well enough to refer to him affectionately as Chief. And since Sir Dowding was a keen spiritualist and student of unexplained phenomena, he was highly interested in Elizabeth's extraterrestrial experiences. Also, Elizabeth back in the day was kind of hot. Yeah. So I think we're also seeing the common phenomena of, I'll nod at you, hot woman, (laughs) until maybe I see your bazooms. But she is in this story, I mean, as opposed to a lot of our ufologist tales, she is an expert in the field. If anybody could be. Right? Yeah. A I person mean, that can identify things in the sky, she technically got a degree in it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Now, while this connection seems like an outlandish claim, Sir Dowding spoke often and publicly about his spiritualist beliefs, claiming to have spoken with many dead fighter pilots. He was very open about his belief in wooey-wooey. PTSD, it's really actually quite sad that he had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Additionally, he also believed in reincarnation, claiming his first wife gave him information about the reincarnation of animals long after her death. Was he just talking to my mother? <laughs> you know, oh, I knew Valentine. I met this butcher the other day. I met this butcher the other day and he gave me an extra cut of the lamb. I was going to get lamb and he gave me an extra cut of it. And I knew that was Valentine talking. Because <laughs> our first dog. Actually, she said Mrs. stuff like that. Mrs. Zabrowski, I'm actually a widow. My my wife died 15 years ago and I was kind of attracted to you. So Actually, that's if I, I could just get some more of the lamb. The lamb. That'd be really that's good. fantastic. Thank you. You're my dog. Oh, I'm a I'm sorry. <laughs> well, what's most interesting about this is that letters made public in 2018 wow. revealed that Sir Dowding's beliefs went deeper than just, you know, PTSD reincarnation. He believed in fairies and gnomes as well and was, in fact, a member of the Theosophical Society founded by occultist Madame Helena Blavatsky. It happens all the time. You got Edgar Mitchell, the astronaut. He believes wholeheartedly that he saw structures on the moon. You've got uh, uh, this new guy that I've been reading about, John Ramirez, who used to work for the CIA. He's saying all sorts of fucking shit about how he he knows for a fact that humankind is a clone creature that we were made by aliens uh cool. and could then, they could they ship the cha- change it a little yeah i, I feel <laughs> like we could use a couple of nip tucks <laughs> yes 
But it is weird. Michael Aquino, Michael Aquino created an entire sect of Satanism called the Temple of Set. It is really interesting to see how many people within our government do believe in all of this stuff. And yeah. then um, and then it's like, does that make you feel better or not? I don't know. <laughs> That's the, the wonderful gray that we live in. But they did just recently see that structure on the moon, which I don't think has been explained yet. And well, I, no, I think that it. world will continue to unfurl in front of our eyes. We don't know what the moon cube is yet. We don't no. know. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hey! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free 
plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like, I got this uh, Texas sage. It's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there, and it's going to thrive, and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, concerning Elizabeth, she said that Sir Dowding recruited her to do research on UFOs just before World War II broke out. During the war, she did research on small bright lights that used to bother and follow British fighter planes, called Foo Fighters, by the pilots. Or as Christopher Walken says, Foo Fighters. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. It's on that Saturday Night Live, you know, when people do the, like, they they cut to, like, some person has been cutting up the intros of yeah. bands by hosts on Saturday Night Live. That's what he said. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Okay, very good. Well, originally, the Brits thought that these lights were some mysterious German weapon, seeing as how the Nazis were always debuting some weird weapon or another. Mm-hmm. But it was soon discovered through broken code that the Luftwaffe were reporting these same strange lights. Now, Elizabeth moved back to South Africa in 1943 while the war raged on, and allegedly, she continued her work for aerial intelligence until an Afrikaner group with Nazi sympathies lit a gas tank on fire and put Elizabeth in the hospital in the ensuing blast. Oh my goodness. But just as the war was winding down, so too was Elizabeth's first marriage. She divorced in the mid-1940s, but soon remarried to an engineer in Vereenigig. Ah, that's a hard one. Is it Vereenigig? It's Vereenigig. That's what it is. Is that how it's pronounced? I did look it up. It's Vereenigig. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the marriage ended after the war, huh? So I wonder if they just sat down and they're like, now that the war's over, we have nothing to talk about. Pretty much. It turns out we only had one thing in common, (laughs) and that was watching others die in the war. Well, his second husband, his name was Paul Clarer. Together, he and Elizabeth had a son named David, but due to Elizabeth's passion for ufology and the paranormal, the marriage disintegrated by the mid-50s. This is, it happens to women. That's what it shows, not just men. Also women destroy love with Mm -hmm. the truth. Well, this is adding a little bit more credence to her tale once again. No. Or does two it. divorces under her belt. <laughs> uh, yeah, two divorces uh, speaks most to the fact that it could be real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was right around the time of her second marriage's end that Elizabeth's extraterrestrial experiences were taken to the next level while she was on holiday with her sister back on the family farm in South Africa. Now, in the months leading up to this encounter, the native Zulu people had once again reported sightings of the lightning bird appearing in the skies. 
And amidst these sightings, Elizabeth climbed what came to be known as Flying Saucer Hill one fateful afternoon. South Africa is a hmm. massive hot spot for Huge. UFO activity. It's, oh, yeah. it, it is really interesting. I think it's partially because you see it a lot. You see it in the UK and you actually see it in the southwestern United States. And it's got a lot to do with the, the phenomena is attracted to interesting meetups of various terrestrial types. Desert into mountains. Uh, free, uh, natural water spots, uh, uh, all of these mineral deposits. Really interesting how it's all connected to that type of shit. Well, mm-hmm. it continues on. I believe Elon Musk is then an alien. Huh? I, well, you know, he is at I least. Just, I just half Googled it. There are some theories man. out there. Yep. Yep. Yeah, either that or. You know, he built this whole thing on apartheid blood money, but maybe no way, no <laughs> blood money. Whoa. Whoa, save it for no dogs, okay, buddy? <laughs> apartheid blood money sounds like a horrible, horrible punk band. It would be. <laughs> well, up on Flying Saucer Hill, not yet named Flying Saucer Hill, Flying only named Saucer Flying Saucer. Hill. <laughs> oh. There, she saw the same silver spaceship she'd seen three times before, using clouds as camouflage. Suddenly, the 60-foot diameter saucer, complete with a rounded dome and portholes, lowered itself until it was no more than a yard off the ground, pulsating with a hum so loud that Elizabeth's ears popped. Cool. When Elizabeth looked into the porthole, however, she did not see the unsettling sight of an alien gray or a reptilian or an insectoid. Ooh, what did she see? Ben Kissel sitting at the porthole in four <laughs> No, He's no. eating three hot dogs and he is ogling a 40-year-old mother with a cesarean scar. Mm-hmm. Sure. Instead, she beheld the most beautiful man she'd ever seen, sporting a shock of white hair. At last, my love has come along. Okay. From her account, Elizabeth felt a sense of affinity and love from his slight smile, yes. so gentle that it caused her heart to miss a beat, with <clears throat> eyes so soft she dared not look into them again. Coming for you, Liz. I mean, is it love <laughs> if she got a heart murmur while staring at him? No, man, that's what love is. Yeah. Okay. I thought that I was brutally sick when I met Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> But after this brief moment of intense connection, the ship abruptly rose into the air and took off with a flash of light, just as the ship she'd seen with her first husband had done years before. But even though there was an obvious spark of affection, the UFO did not return for another 18 months. But since Elizabeth had been practicing telepathy on horses and plants and such for years, she sensed the ship's return once it came back into planet Earth orbit. Turns out this horse also wants a carrot. Yeah, yeah. you and guys. This, this horse wants a tail. carrot. Uh, this is for a thing out there. You guys, you guys are lonely, huh? You guys, I hear, I've heard people talk about they're lonely, trying to sure. find that other person. Mm-hmm. Try to talk to plants with your mind for a while. Yeah, and then maybe you'll know. When the one shows up. Put on Mort Garson's Plantasia, start fucking, just like, really learn to about. play the fucking Moog, man. Like, play some Got synthesizer. To. Make your own way in the Make world. Make your own way in the world. Be your yeah. own vibe. Actively <laughs> speak to other people. Also. No, no, no. You can't yeah. speak. Well, it's because the only person, the only person you should be with should be the person who hears you thinking at them when you meet them. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, when she felt the presence of the flying saucer near, she ran to the top of Flying Saucer Hill and found that the UFO had landed. This time, 
The tall, beautiful man was standing beside it like a teenager waiting to pick up his horny, horny prom date. I got you a corsage. (laughs) So Elizabeth ran to the tall, white alien, and he swept her up in his arms, swinging her around and laughing. He asked, quote, Not afraid this time. To which she answered, I have known your face within my heart all my life. The alien soon introduced himself as Akon, a scientist from the planet Meton. Oh my god, a scientist, wow. (laughs) And brought Elizabeth aboard. He got a job! (laughs) He's bona fide. Brought Elizabeth aboard, his classic flying saucer. Once inside, Akon introduced Elizabeth to the pilot named Shiron. There's a lot of of rhyming here. Okay. Keep it simple. Shira was just as striking as Akon. Yep, handsome as well. Yeah, yeah. Akon, Elizabeth said, had straight, long, golden white hair with high cheekbones, light gray eyes, and an aquiline nose. Okay, okay, so it's Akon and Sheeton, and they're from Heton. Sheeron. No. <laughs> Meeton. Okay, so it's Akon, Sheeron, and they're from Meeton. It's aliens, yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. This guy, Akon, kind of looked like uh, an alien Adrian Brody with the hair of Edgar Winter. The perfect oh. man. Wow. <laughs> He's a good actor. Yeah. Akon's clothes were fairly standard for an alien, a one-piece, form-fitting, shimmery garment with only hands and head exposed, although gloves and a headpiece were nearby. The head, Elizabeth noted, was also form-fitted, with slits for the eyes, nose, and mouth, like a somewhat less aggressive version of the gimp mask. Cool. Okay. Hey, man, he's got how he concentrates. Yeah. Now, from what Elizabeth said about the only thing on her mind at this moment was carnal romance oh yeah man made her fucking wet downstairs but you're fucking married liz no she's divorced she's divorced at this time oh she divorced her in this time period yeah man remember the second second husband left her i thought because he couldn't handle this i thought it was because she was getting eaten out all the time in space and that's why he left no carnal romance is so carnal romance is so close to sounding like carnival romance and you would be amazed what you could do with a hot dog dude Uh. man carnival romance you don't think there's not some massive fucking happen behind the ferris wheel my friend (laughs) but akon told her that he had observed elizabeth all her life had watched her (laughs) as a child and wanted to be with her but needed to wait until she had grown up in the knowledge and understanding that came from repeated visitation teasing we have a saying on me um if there's grass on the field (laughs) you play with the ball (laughs) at some point i want the ladies to to comment on this at some point like when does it become oh you stalked me my entire life and you were attracted to me since i was four years old um like that sounds creepy right there's a song actually i think there's a song about it like what what is this like uh a girl you'll be a woman soon is that yeah yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's waiting for her to turn legal yeah (laughs) all right i guess yeah well at that moment after this somewhat creepy statement he kissed her and this as elizabeth claire wrote in her book is what happened next a magical electric current seemed to fuse us together in an eternity of ecstasy in that moment i knew that the art of love was of the mind and soul not only of the body smiling at my thoughts 
He put his hand <laughs> gently under my chin, tilting my head back and looking deep into my eyes. We rarely mate with earth women, <laughs> he said. When we do, we keep the offspring to strengthen our race and infuse new blood. Oh, Mm. Interesting. Before they could mate and strengthen the race, Akon gave Elizabeth a very long and extremely detailed tour of the mothership. <laughs> oh my! It immediately <laughs> he gets boring. Her. Yeah, he immediately like he's just been like, "This here is the trigon from Plakovnikin. It turns <laughs> it turns energy into meter cubes." And she's just like, "Interesting. Oh, you're tall, and you have a job." <laughs> yeah, he's describing all the technology that made space travel possible. Just put immediately simply, turned into Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, put simply, Akon said that the spaceship converted pure energy into physical substance through its smooth circular shape, transforming it into a combination of matter and antimatter as the outer skin energized in alternating pulses. Oh so God. you're going to eat my pussy now. <laughs> yeah. Sooner Not yet. Than, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, this process, this process, it Akon sounds said. like this guy would be a fan of Jay Leno's garage. <laughs> I know yes. Akon was cool, but now I'm thinking like, I don't care about the dashboard. <laughs> well, this process, Akon said, is achieved, quote, by pressing that red button. <laughs> that big, glorious wait. red button. So you don't, Akon, you don't Shiny know shit. You button. are just a, you are just if so scientists created this and you just hit the button. You don't do yeah. anything. No, no but that's how it's made. Is that you hit the button, you hit the big red button, and then you go vroom vroom. But I don't uh, know anything about say. cars. That's all I do in my truck. I hit the button, but I can't tell you about cars. That's yeah. all he had to say. He was yeah. trying to show, he was trying to impress her, bro. Yeah, but that's how it turns on. After the big red button was pushed, an electrogravitic field created a vacuum that encircled the ship, <laughs> enabled it to shift without the restriction of speed and without sound. Uh, technically, this is what they uh, they some some scientists like with the UAP like group was trying to study was this shit, the idea of now, gravity wells. Okay. Yeah, the whole of its propulsion system, he said, was the combination of electric, magnetic, tempic, and resonated forces. The unified field. As like now, we're heading into Marianne Williamson territory. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this is cool. also what she said. It was she was going to do to fix the government. <laughs> well, and listen to that episode of Top Hat when I interviewed her. She's a lovely person. Yeah, she couldn't be any worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, the tempic or time field maneuvers the spaceship from one time field to another, which is how UFOs tend to appear or disappear very suddenly. They're not actually moving through space. They're moving through. Time. Well, you know, sure. Whatever fucking floats your boat, bro. When? All I know is it's fucking $5 a gallon for <laughs> gas right now in LA. So fucking, if, if that's time, I guess if time is money, then yes, I put about fucking 60 bucks a time into the, my fucking car every week. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, controlling the temperature field, meanwhile, allows the ship complete mobility and control over the velocity. I think it basically removes, removes friction, right? I sure. think. Yes, okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> so after explaining the spaceship technology, Akon fed Elizabeth salads and golden fruit juice. <laughs> the golden Wait, fruit juice thing. Golden <laughs> fruit juice? Golden it's fruit piss. juice, yes. It's piss. He no, says apple that juice is also golden. It could be. <sighs> he says it's golden fruit juice. We don't know what it tasted like. She apparently liked it. It could still be piss because some people could. like drinking piss. But she, he, he presented all of this. He's like, we grow this right here on the ship. 
Because well, where? we do where not need to get go on the yeah. ship. Push the button. You'll see. <laughs> it's this other red button. So after explaining all that, Akon's brother Haben showed up and explained, as all aliens tend to do, that we're pretty much doing everything wrong here on Earth. Uh, oh my God, they're Canadians? Yes. Akon <laughs> and Haben gave the same old, same old about Earth not being ready for interstellar no travel, travel because, because we're too, too mean and violent. Too violent. Yeah, what if I fucking beat the shit out of you? <laughs> what if I just do that? Men, they said, were poisoned by stupidity and ignorance and will eventually, quote, smother themselves in their own filth. Well, you're dressed like an idiot, Akon. How about that? How about this that? is a form-fitting outfit. It was made by space tailors. Space silk. Okay? Aww. So maybe you think about that, you unwashed fucking monkey. You have <laughs> You got yeah. long hair. You look like someone's lesbian aunt. I've heard that before. Oh, thank you, Akon. You got that from Twitter. Akon, it's man's fucking right to smother himself in his own filth. Fuck yeah, dude. Very yeah. true. America, bro. Very true. Akon also said that they tried making contact with Earth authorities, but every single time, whatever Air Force they contacted tried to either shoot them down or ram their spaceships with their airplanes. And they don't yeah, understand. I don't think that's true. We're trying to teach the Air Force about the clitoris. <laughs> they will not listen. Well, Haben then took a big left turn in the conversation, saying that he too had been watching Elizabeth since she was a child. Okay, this and is they'd so all collectively chosen her to mate with Akon. Yeah, it's what they did to Drew Barrymore. This is horrible. <laughs> so now they have... So now it's two brothers and this other person who yeah, is the pilot. They've all, they all been staring sexually at a little girl and they <sighs> all decided when she was old enough, they'd let the tallest one fuck her. Yeah. And by old enough, it's like, she's in her mid-40s at this point. She's, she's, like 40, she's like 46, 47. Yeah, man. That's and has already had two kids. Because life doesn't end at 40. Because no, you should be. But that's when a woman really ripens into something you can <laughs> sure. really chaw on. I just don't know if she wanted to make this a family affair. Does she? What does she think at this point? She's she loving every minute in of love and love, okay. love. I'll sidestep in this creepy statement for a bit. Akon put his race in relation to humans, possibly to seem just the slightest bit less alien. Akon said that his civilization had first existed on Venus, but moved to Earth eons ago because the sun had expanded its corona and belched lethal radiation all over their home planet, killing all flora and fauna on Venus forever. Okay. Eventually, the Venusians had to leave Earth as well for the same reason, although the corona belch the second time around only killed the dinosaurs. I don't know if that's what killed the dinosaurs. No, we know, for, that it was, we know for certain that it was the asteroid, don't we? I think that there's there's several theories still. I might be wrong on this, but I do believe that there is also a theory that they were killed by a virus. Uh. And mixed with the asteroid. That it all hit, that it all happened. But then it was a, it's just all it was a massive extinction of that in, in many layers. And I heard also the dinosaurs maybe became extinct because of diabetes. Uh, yes. They actually had a horrible mm. diet in many cases. Mm. But then again, uh, to be slightly optimistic, look out your window. Do you see a bird? Then have the dinosaurs died? Whoa. I do not think so. Oh. Aren't the dinosaurs still with us? Live, oh. aren't they? Mm. Eggs. Oh. I got 12 dinosaurs in my fucking refrigerator right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. At one point, 
Buck and Earth, just a bunch of fucking dinosaurs. Fuck and yeah, Venusians, yeah. man. Yeah, man, and okay. Ringo. You yeah. see that movie where Ringo's <laughs> hanging out with his dinosaurs? It's a caveman movie? I believe it. Raquel Welch. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing about the, t- uh, the T-Rex, there's no way they could find a drummer for a T-Rex band, so Ringo has to come and save the day. <laughs> you, are, you are the living end. Living, living end. end. Yeah. Well, according to Chiron, some Venusians did stay behind in an underground city in Antarctica, safe from the radiation. Presumably, they're still there. Yeah, it's hanging out, man. Yeah. But Meton. That's where the good weed is at. Yeah. <sighs> hydroponic. But Meton, or Venus 2, as they called it, was a peaceful, natural place. This, Akon said, is where he and Elizabeth would mate. It's just yeah. such a funny idea of explaining all of this like <laughs> planetary history, all the solar system stuff, and then finally, and that's what brings us to Venus 2. We will fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's it. But it not, yet. Out there. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You know, I'm not for war, but I think peace is a little overrated because if they're like, oh, it's peaceful, that means nothing happens. No one can ever scream. Like, you know, sometimes the peace has to be interrupted in a random Starbucks. I don't think someone's becoming a real Nancy Pelosi over here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, if everything is super peaceful, isn't it a little boring? I don't know. I, I I tend to be okay if I don't see violence for a while. Not necessarily I could not see open violence. violence but, we yeah. saw a man die in front of our eyes in Baltimore. Right. Um, oh, that's all true. those people got shot in front of our venue in Portland. And that's yeah. true. You know, like there's a lot going on that okay, yeah. we don't dial yeah. down. That's a good yeah. point. But yeah, then. there was no time in any of that in which I thought, Awesome. Cool. Cool. Right. <laughs> like, Hell yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. As long as we can still have sports in a peaceful world, so then you oh, can yes. get your yeah, violence out that That's where you should, yeah. that's where should be. Okay, yeah, yeah, keep it there. I just need to see somebody bleed. Yeah. But as I was saying, they're going to mate on meat on, but not yet. Just as they were sharing electrical kisses, Akon told Elizabeth that she was actually a Venusian. You're very oh. mature for your age. <laughs> I'm 47 years old. (laughs) She was the reincarnation of a long-lost soulmate. But despite this, he could not take her to meet on then and there to fuck. Instead, he said, quote, All lives are entwined as a thread of gold weaves a pattern in the sky. My love, my life, my chosen mate, I will return to possess you. And so the seed of my love within your delicate body, the mark of my love, will remain within your soul forever. Because nobody wants to see us together, but it don't matter, no. Nobody mm. wants to see us together. Mm-hmm. Write that song down. Yeah, very about a, popular. Songs about a horribly abusive relationship that the family yes. is trying to save that girl from. But then, yes. but then the guy says, "Yeah, see, that's why you should love me because they hate me." And then that yeah. ends up in a massive divorce, or maybe she's even dead. So, what a great message for the kids! That's what an a great Akon, message. man. That's Akon, man. That's Akon. Also, this is the only point in the story where I think she might be making it up because no man, alien or human, would ever be that romantic. <laughs> you don't know. And with that. Elizabeth was returned to Earth to wait once again. Again? Again. You gotta wait for that dick. It's Mm -hmm. been, they've been stalking her for half a century. Not ready. (laughs) Not ready to get fucked yet. This is the whole thing, man. This is what you've been doing. You're playing a long game with love, Kissel. Yeah. (laughs) But word did spread quickly of Elizabeth's abduction. And seeing how this was the mid-1950s, is right at the start of the UFO craze, 
Elizabeth started her long career as both a source of fascination and ridicule in the South African press. But even so, Elizabeth said Sir Dowding flew from London just as soon as she told him what had happened. But he did advise her, let all the hubbub calm down before trying to contact Akon again. Let me tell you, ask you, Elizabeth, (laughs) is there no way that maybe you should practice your lovemaking on a human man first before you make love to this Venusian? And I will say I'm a hero. The Battle of Britain, I fought the roof off of my very own self. I'm the only one who did it. And I feel I'm the best candidate to try your vagina first before you go to this Venusian. Interesting sales pitch. Now, from what Elizabeth said, the press weren't the only ones giving her attention. She claimed that she was threatened with abduction by shadowy, unnamed military organizations, possibly Russians, if she didn't hand over the secrets of the alien propulsion systems to authorities. Because if you believe in the uh, Treaty of Gaeta storyline and the pre- President Eisenhower talking with the Greats, if you believe in that world, they went to the Russians, but they didn't like communism. So yeah. they wouldn't do it, even though I don't really understand it because the aliens probably lived in a far more communal world because yeah. they're all connected on a giant uh, like mental network. Well, yeah. it seems like they could also be very violent. Hmm. But according to Elizabeth, all she had to do to get rid of these authorities was to tell Sir Dowding about all the hassles. And he assigned her an ex-policeman to guard her home and accompany her wherever she went. He was shooting his shot, dog. Wow, wow. security. It was also around this time that Elizabeth supposedly took a picture of Akon's craft using her sister's camera. But this does seem to be another instance of a big lie told by a person who might be telling the truth in other areas. Hmm. Also, their story is believed. She thinks something happened, right? She believes that she was seduced by a man in the sky and that she's been dealing with this a long time and she has these vivid memories and then she takes this picture which you'll see say right here it's definitely a hubcap yeah she just kind of flung it into the air and (laughs) took a picture of it so yeah you can see why people doubt her story but if you just looked at her vagina you could really tell that something maybe happened it's i don't know why she faked the pictures. I don't know yeah. why she felt the necessary thing it's to just, fake the pictures. It's like everybody, you know, all of these, we talk about it again and again and again, whereas people who have like just a little bit of proof or they don't, they know that something happened. They know that They it know happened. that something They know happened. it, you know. So they figure they need some sort of proof to convince people uh, so they fake it uh, because they want people to believe they what they know believe. so badly. Yeah. Oh, yes. We've had, some, we've had some interesting tales of similar things happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a different perspective this past year or so. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? 
But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation. And Marlon, did everybody come around being like, where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile bling she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms. Can you believe it? Google Docs. Work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack. Same things to my employees. All of my, all my, my main doldgers walking around here. It makes sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone. But I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? And data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its goods. All right. So Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, according to Elizabeth, Akon again went almost two years without returning. Gotta but wait. He's fucking everything else under the sun. Oh, this yeah. man is not saving himself for her. He no. is going out. He's, he's, he's having sex on it. Mars. He's having he's sex on- He's getting all of these cheap dime pieces out of the way. Yeah. All right? Because that's what it's about, man. Yeah, man. It's about emptying the bad <sighs> come out. Yeah, into a bunch own. of lessers. <laughs> and then you choose the so. real one, and you choose that one to cushion all the way to okay. the back. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Akon's ship supposedly appeared above Johannesburg in 1958, Elizabeth got in her car and left for Flying Saucer Hill. I'll go ahead and say Johannesburg. 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 It's all like that. Yeah. Akon was waiting, but so too was a military helicopter. Uh-oh. Unperturbed by such simplistic shows of aggression, however, Akon bent the light rays around his ship to render it invisible. See? It's that easy. <laughs> no one can see anything. 
He sounds like someone who really thinks that Bill Maher's monologues are funny. You just don't understand his layered approach to comedy. And he's the only one willing to speak truth to power from a central position. That doesn't remotely make me upset. Have you seen religious biting satire? Biting really, satire. It really puts people in place who need to be put in their wow. place. Yeah. But Elizabeth knew that Akon's return meant only one thing. It was finally time to consummate this long-awaited love oh affair. Get on Time with it. Oh, that. Push, push. Making the push. All right. So she's 50 at this time. She's 49. Okay. That's right. Leaving the military behind to scratch their heads, Elizabeth entered the ship and removed her clothes before taking a bath in an exotic green foam. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotta After wash all the other fucking strange off. We're getting, we're getting so. sexy here, fellas. Okay, come on, come on, yeah, get ready. Right, right, I'm getting real sexy here. Okay, I'm hot. Right. I'm hot. I think it's a fever. All right. Um, physically sick. Could be. All but right. I'm hard. Yeah. Okay, rock That's hard. how I knew I was feeling better. Honestly, is that I woke up with a boner again, and it was really nice. It was like a welcoming. It was like a welcoming sign. Fantastic. Welcome. Well, after cleansing herself of earthly pollutants, she got out and stood naked before a mirror, brushing her hair. Akon suddenly appeared from behind and ran his hands through her hair before pulling her close and presenting a ring of beaten silver and green enamel. He said he grabbed her, but he put his hands, her fing- his fingers into her hair, into her scalp, and then pulled her head close to his face and <laughs> smelled Sniffed deep. her. Yeah. Okay. He then carried her to a silken platform near a curved wall, and she, in her words... Surrendered in ecstasy to the magic of his lovemaking, their bodies merging in magnetic union as the divine essence of their spirits became one. I'm a, I'm a go. Oh, that is I'm disgusting! Never stop one. that. No, oh. I'm gonna go is the most disgusting way to I'm say that you're gonna go. have an orgasm. I am so upset with you. Ugh. After Elizabeth gave herself to the mess, I'm not going. I'm gonna go. It's awful. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Well, after Elizabeth gave herself to the man from outer space, Akon gave her yet another tour around the ship. Again, show you here how the septic system works. It's fascinating. (laughs) This relationship is not gonna last. I can already tell. It's getting. It's not about that, man. It's already been good. Yeah. Then he brought her back to his cabin where she could rest from all that passionate alien love making. Here's an ice pack. Add <laughs> some, some Tylenol. There you for go. For the swelling. That's very nice. But the rest would not last long. Soon they gave in to the throes of passion once more. He opened my gun and it slipped from my body to the floor. Whoops. How white your skin is, he whispered, <laughs> placing me down on the silken platform. And he kissed my body from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. <laughs> I swooned in that moment of ecstasy when I felt Akon's naked body press into mine as he made love to me again with such complete possession. All right, Nobody well, wants to see us together. No matter, no. All right. Seems like she's really enjoying it here. 
<laughs> All right. That certainly sounds like yeah. the, sounds like a woman who's uh, sort of sexually yeah. enjoying herself. Yes, ninety-five-five-C-L-I-T. Uh, Welcome. We're fucking ten years old. I mean, it is. It's mostly Henry talking about it, really. I'm sure, it was quite romantic. Well, she fell asleep very soon, but when she awoke, Akon politely but firmly escorted her off the ship. You're going to have to go now. Oh, right. <laughs> You're going to have to get out of here. Honestly, it's been fun, but I've got to get to work. He's uh, having sex just... all over the universe. <laughs> well, he told her that she was now with Alien Child. And this is despite the fact that she's 49 years old. Nice. He did, however, assure her that he would return to fetch both her and his half-Venusian son before his birth. Yeah, right. The times in the intermittent period, however, switched from romance novel to sci-fi thriller, ever so briefly. Somehow, the Russians got wind of Elizabeth's pregnancy, so a group of Russian cosmonauts flying a spaceship that had a death ray on it ambushed her while Elizabeth was out riding her a horse one day. She galloped away and made an escape while the Russians, in their frustration, fired the death ray and melted a nearby boulder. A A brewing storm drove off the cosmonauts back to their orbiting spacecraft while Elizabeth Elizabeth rode her white horse into the sunset. That was my cool. best friend and cousin, Captain Planet. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> Not long after, Akon reappeared and told Elizabeth it was time for her to come to meet on. Got to. Oh my got god. To. You got Doesn't, to. Go. What is she doing in South Africa? Does she have a job or anything? She, yeah, she's, she's got she's kids. A UFO personality. She's a meteorologist and yeah, definitely UFO personality. All but right. she was actually I mean she her, her job wasn't good enough where she could just leave behind her car. She told fucking Akon, "Dude, I can't leave my car. Can't leave I got to take the car. I can't ta- I got to take my car with me." So Akon said, "Fuck it. Bring the car too." Yeah, come Bring on, let's the go. Car. Yeah, we'll <laughs> ship it. We're shipping. Come on, let's wow. go. Let's just go. All right, let's fucking go. Yeah, Akon's very demanding. I came to fucking get you. We're going to Venus 2. We'll take the car. Who gets the shit? All right. Seems like we're starting to fight here, but that's yeah. okay. And they all flew to Meton together. Now, Elizabeth claimed she was gone from Earth for only four of our months, mm-hmm. which somehow equaled nine years on the planet Meton. It's planet time savings. <laughs> okay. Interestingly, though, no one, not even Elizabeth's own children, remember her being gone for four months that year. Nor did they remember uh, her being 49 years old and pregnant. Uh, and then suddenly not pregnant and almost a decade older. It's because they hate us. <laughs> They're haters. Well, on the other hand, her eldest was away at college and her then young son, David, was away at boarding school. Yeah, man, she didn't have time to raise him. She was on Meton raising the other kids, so she had to put him in boarding school. Don't you get it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Elizabeth was, at the time, also twice divorced, so it is conceivable that she was gone for a while and just nobody noticed. When she's twice divorced, maybe she is living in a van down by the river. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, well, they're going to take that van to Meton. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, the reason why he allowed it to come is because he said that he had never worked on piston engines before, and he wanted to learn how. It's fascinating. Yeah. I oh love how God. the little pistons go in and out of the tiny holes. <laughs> I don't like you know this I mean? guy anymore. I feel like he's no, just- No, he's a fuckboy. 
Yeah. He is. Now, as far as Meton went, it was a wondrous place with domed homes arranged in private gardens populated by birds and horses. So many horses. Too many birds. (laughs) (laughs) Everything was in abundance except, Elizabeth noted, alcohol, cigarettes, and comic books, which Elizabeth (laughs) had an odd and pointed distaste for. Hated comic books. They're horrible fantasies. With these broad men created by Jews with their little, their little right. underpants on. How dare they fly? Only birds can fly. Well, she hated the violent comic. This was like 1950s. This is seduction of the innocent time. So this is, you know, like crypt of terror, super violent, oh, super no. cool comic books. No, there's books. a skeleton so- talking on it. Now you should know. Skeletons cannot speak. Skeletons can only hear me do telepathy. At them. <laughs> All right. So the planet just happened to not allow the three things that she hated the most. Yeah, right? yeah dude. Liquor, no, it's because you were half of us before that. Books, so Akon got like done with his last up. fuck round. And then he walked around. And he's just like, okay, everyone with the cigarettes. All right, throw them out. I'm bringing my fuck toy here. She's going to be here for a little bit. She's got to raise my son. You get rid of Hide the comic books. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Once she's gone, we can bring it all back. All right. But until then, I need you guys to, to cover for me. Oh, it sounds like a great, fun time having a little whiskey, smoking a cigarette, reading a comic book. That's too bad she doesn't like that. Yeah, I was. You just described my uh, late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Most of your life until like five years ago. Yeah, and yeah. Till I quit smoking. Well, the homes in Meton, she said, were never higher than three stories because the people like to be close to the energy of the planet. And I'm <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm skipping over. A lot, a lot of like her new a age lot. bullshit. A lot of new age. Like love is the unifying for like she can't comes this close to saying spaceships are powered by love. I mean, oh. she I think she means powered by fuck. Yeah. yeah. She got deeply yeah. fucked. All of this I think is screen memories. Like in, in a way, if anything is true, to compare it to the actual other like abduction accounts like people talk about with Secret Life, the these are all just far more elaborate versions of what people experience when they're abducted by greys or they say they're abducted by greys like the idea of these screen memories because i imagine that like what if the real akon is just a bunch of fucking tentacles it's yeah like, oh, right. <laughs> but he appears to you as if it's this beautiful man because there's this one Ugh, thing yeah. in what i realize with the greys what they try to do is there's one part of the abduction scenario that I never really read about that I found interesting where they have people play act, right? Where they, they'll go into a room and they're like, all right, your husband, this is a vision of your husband. He's tied up and you have to save him. And then all of a sudden you're frantically trying to save him. And then all of a sudden everybody turns into grace and you realize that they have been watching you to see your emotional reactions, to see how you hang out. Mm. And that they often make you feel love feelings, right? Like they'll do this thing where they look in your eyes and you feel like you're being, um, you, you have an orgasm or you feel like you're like truly in love with the person that you're meeting, this entity that you're seeing. And what it seems to be, it's more that they're they're trying to understand if it is true that the greys don't understand our emotions, which is why they need us for their hybrid programs and they need us to raise their children, is that that is true. They're looking at ways to arouse feelings and different types of intense emotions from us so they can try to understand them clinically. Like this is a long way for Akon to basically be like, so that's what it's like to have a girlfriend. And then that's <laughs> right. it. And they just cut her loose. Well, we're very emotional creatures. I don't think it's that difficult to solicit those. Mm-hmm. It's not. 
No, but that's the thing. The, the Venusians, they're far different from us. No tensions, no aggressive thoughts. And they said that's why they were allowed, that, that's why they lived unusually long lives. That's what kills us. It's not, it's the stress that'll kill you. That's what that's they tell That's what us. it is. What, mm-hmm. How does, what, whatever. It's the stress. It's the not stress bullets. that'll kill you. <laughs> it just seems like, again, highly boring. Mm. So after yet another tour, Akon told Elizabeth the reasons behind his multiple comings and goings. Yeah, I okay, can't be and here all is the it time. Uh-huh, is it because you want to go slam a bunch of space poon? <laughs> no, he said, and this is I want you to guys gals want to hear if you've heard this line before <laughs> and what this is like. Tell me if you if you recognize this. Okay. I took you at the right time when I detected your vibrations. This had to be done twice. Making love to you twice was the most beautiful experience. And it also was necessary, because having a boy is a lot more difficult. <laughs> Male-bearing sperm lasts only a few hours, so I had to be accurate within hours about your time of ovulation. Sounds like every NYU professor trying to fuck a student. <laughs> <laughs> now, because Elizabeth was not native to meat on, she had to drink a fruit juice to regulate her heartbeat, which also helped her child who needed to be born on Meton so he could be attuned to the environment in which he belonged. Does that make okay. sense? Ben? Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But when it was time for her to give birth, as was outlined in the chapter titled, I had no idea of the time as we kept it on Earth, but I sensed the time going so fast, so very fast, that I dared not think of the future. I just lived for the glory of the moving present... Wait, that's the name? That's, that's, the, that's the, the name, name of, the of the chapter. chapter. Yeah. She okay. said the pregnancy, that having the baby was easy. She cool. just Yeah, she got she had a massage. They put her in a relaxed state. The, okay. base, the baby just basically farted itself out with okay. no pain. Oh, God Good bless. Yeah. That's great. The child was named Ailing. Oh. And Akon announced then and there that the child would one day become... <gasps> A scientist. A scientist. Come I've on. made it. I've declared it. It doesn't matter what you want, Layling. Okay, I know you want to play space football, but you're going to be a scientist. There's mm. no money in science, Dad. I mm. want to be a YouTube star. No, 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 no. You'll be here drinking fruit juice. This is Venus. What's interesting about Elizabeth's experiences, though, is that while she claimed to spend nine further years on Meton raising her son, she spent just a few paragraphs describing the nine years of child rearing in her book. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? It's boring. No one cares. No one cares about that shit. Well, I think it would be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, raising a child on a, on a different planet in a different yeah, solar system. No, like, no way. What's kindergarten like? What's kindergarten? Oh, no, you don't want to know all that. You don't want to know What does the kid eat? Yeah. No, no, you don't care about all of that. Is there no. a child tax credit? Yeah. Akon's horses took up pages upon pages on the other hand, of flowery prose. Four legs. They were there, brown (laughs) and white, orange and gray. Yeah, all colors of horses. horses. Dancing, eating oats, standing in a stable, all riding, so many horses. I want to believe you, because you obviously have such a creative imagination, but but then it seems to really get stunted. (laughs) <laughs> around like describing wild animals. I don't want to bore you. So that's why I say, oh, look at the head on the horses. And they get, so it's so long and brown. And they got eyes and teeth. One tooth, two tooth, <laughs> three tooth, 
four tooths yeah. on them. That's as far as I'll even go. I don't want to make you too excited. I love Werner Herzog's new documentary on horses. It's great. Well, unfortunately, Elizabeth's heart issue that was supposed to be fixed by the fruit juice, that persisted. And implanting a device to fix it wouldn't have done any good. So she reluctantly returned to Earth, ending her alien dealings. She got a job in a bookstore, and that's yep. what she oh. did. And honestly, most people I know that work in various used bookstores have all experienced this same exact thing. Yeah. Absolutely. But even though the alien part of her life was basically over, she still managed to hold on to romance. She entered into a relationship with an ex-British intelligence officer Jeez. named Aubrey Fielding in 1963, who'd run an art gallery after leaving the service. That's very romantic. Well, yeah. this is kind of depressing, though, because all the guys she's been with, they seem very successful, and they still weren't good enough. So she had to make up an entire thing about fucking this guy named Akon on a spacecraft. Yep. And now she got another super stud, and he'll still not compete with this man. It's now, hard. Ben, in this you are wrong. Supposedly, this man had been sent to protect Elizabeth by Sir Doubting, and the two fell in love. Mm. And as opposed to her past husbands, who had open disdain for Elizabeth's extraterrestrial stories, Aubrey believed her completely and even worked on Elizabeth's UFO Society, Contact International. This is for all of you. You have to make sure you can't change the person who you're with. You got to find someone who's into your life rhythm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or get someone who is completely and utterly deaf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when asked about Akon, Aubrey took it in stride, saying he didn't really care about Akon, just so long as he stayed in space where he belonged. Wow, that's cocky, wow. but it's fine. Yeah, okay. it's cock-esque. That-esque. No, he said, don't come around here. This yeah. is my gal now, So Akon. what is he going to do if Akon does come around? It seems like Akon's a bit of a pussy. I think, no, I just think that Akon got what he needed, uh, and then he doesn't need her anymore. I right. think Aubrey is also fairly confident that Akon doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Tragically, though... Aubrey died in 1980, supposedly, friends say, by assassination through lethal injection. What? Due to Elizabeth's alien entanglements. Yep. Oh, my God. And not because she was 80. No. Now, even though Elizabeth was indeed given a standing ovation at the 11th International Congress of USO <laughs> Research Groups in 1975. <laughs> Rip up the rascals. Can, can I sit down uh, now? Can please, sit? please. Can you uh, sit? That's a good question. Now, honestly, now that I'm up, I should leave. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she was given a standing ovation, she, like most UFO people, had her rivals and enemies. The haters. Specifically, she. well, actually, in this case, she's the hater. Really? The, yeah, she's the hater. She's the one that, who had a very public falling out in the newspapers with another supposed abductee named Anne Graveler, who claimed in her book, Operation Broomstick, that she'd had close encounters with an alien called Ashtar on the astral plane. That's my thing. That's yeah. my bit. You can't take mine. I get fucked in space. Yeah. Well, that's too bad because technically they could have joined forces and proven that they are telling the truth because be multiple honest, situations. You're right, Kissel, because it really probably would have led credence if she said, that's what happened to me as well. Yeah. All we do is get all pussies eaten in space. And, then they could and everyone would have been other. like, yeah, everyone would have been into it. 
Yeah. Elizabeth also had particular disdain for a man named Philip Human, who claimed <laughs> Phil Human is it's just the most oh, generic God. name. I'm trying to write a goddamn book here, but I can't think of a name for the main I would, character. I would only uh. meet I've only I will only have known I've met an alien if I met a man named Phil Human. Yeah. <laughs> if I I'm Phil Human. Yep, certainly human. I'm not a dog. And a bunch of costumes. Who can talk? Well, Phil Human claimed to contact aliens through a trance medium. And in Elizabeth's somewhat haughty view, aliens would never stoop to such low methods. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm saying she's the hater. Now, from what Elizabeth claimed... While she was in regular co- telepathic contact with Akon, Ailing would never come to visit because it was too dangerous for him to come to Earth. Of course, this is because of our barbaric human ways. Well, he's busy. He's got space college. He's yeah, got to be a scientist. Right. He can't be visiting all the time. And you yeah. just sit and listen to Cat's Cradle and you know <laughs> he ended up just like me. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth always claimed that Akon would one day return. But sadly... He never did. Nah, dude. And Elizabeth Clare died in 1994 at the age of 84. Of a broken heart. You know what it was? She just got so damn clingy. <laughs> she was so yeah. needy. It I seems just... like Akon, you she saw only, her she a total of five me... times in yeah. uh, 70 years. Yeah, say mm-hmm. that again. I saw her a total of five times <laughs> over 70 years. <laughs> you know how long it's, how, how much that is for me? Come on. Well. She'd been working on a second book called The Gravity File, which was supposed to provide a detailed breakdown of Akon's electrogravity propulsion system. Yeah. And even though the guy who did the original narrating on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy BBC show was supposed to finish this book, it still remains incomplete decades later. Therefore, it's likely that Akon's designs will remain in the realm of romance. I'll write the book right now. It's literally, the book is, ooh, how many words is that? Push the red button. Yep, done. That's the whole book. That's all we need to know, man. And also when it comes down to, I think it shows that alien technology, isn't it just as mysterious as love? Hmm. Isn't it? I'm gonna let that go. I think that is wonderful. <laughs> well, what a tale! I love this story. It's a fun. It's a I fun story it, it to wrap up like, the year. It does, and it seems like she didn't have her life totally ruined. It seems like no. for the most part it was okay. I, I just think that the experiencer phenomena, people who believe that they have been abducted, and all these types of things, it's like, ah, uh, yes, or is it mixed up? with actual psychological trauma sometimes absolutely is there the because a lot of the phenomenon has to do with sexual content like and they, they are always having sex with these things or being manipulated sexually the idea of hybrid programs have been around for a long time people mm-hmm. who talk about it uh talk about it in ways that it sounds much like being raped they are they, they are traumatized and they don't know what to do with it because they are getting scooped up like a fucking animal and then just dropped off someplace and it is an interesting idea it's just its own world within the ufo phenomena the next ufo episode we'll do will probably will be doing visitations with military people and talking about the military side of it because I think it is really interesting and then eventually we will talk about what the 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 new group whatever the new UAP group is going to come out because they're all going to be figuring out all they want to know is how they can use these orbs as a way to make weapons to attack everybody I'm sure they'll be fingering out a lot of things push the red button 
Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, let's see. Do we have anything that we want to announce? Obviously, Dude, Soul Plumbers. Just uh, we're, we're alive, again. man. We're, we're alive. alive. It's going to be fucking 2022. We got to fucking keep pushing. This year is going to be, uh, the next year is going to be just as intense as this year, as all of them are in their own different ways. We just got to sure. keep our heads in a fucking swivel. We got to be strong and we got to fucking do our best to help our fellow alien. There mm-hmm. you go. Oh, and also, hey man, big ups to fucking Travis Morningstar. He's leaving the fucking mothership. He's going he into the fucking private sector. We're going right. to miss him. We want to thank him from the end. He's almost been here for the almost entire run. Of well, last I'm, sure podcast I'm sure he'll edit that out, but that is just fine. <laughs> that is what he's supposed to do. It's the only time. But, you know, thank you, Travis, for all your hard work. And yeah, we can't. Thanks, man. We're fucking. We'll do this shit. Won't we, boys? We'll keep this spaceship Earth going. Until oh, yeah. We're all dead. Or our Stitcher contract runs out. Yep. All right. Fantastic. Feel free. If you're an alien, come down here and give me a milk. Come on, uh, literally, give I can go milk. for some milk. I love milk. Uh, I'm actually, I don't. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, oh, why are you doing milk. this? Why are you even asking for milk? Well, all right, everyone. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. I uh, hope everyone is doing all right out there. Stay safe. All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Yogin. Magustalations, everybody. Hey, how about you try to have a happy new year, huh? Just try it. Yeah, whatever. Just fucking try it. Just have fun yeah, with it. Put a fucking have smile on your it. face. Smile. Inside your own home. Learn how to learn how to wear a wedding right gown or a gown. Oh. Dress up, even oh. if you're alone. Makes we feel can good. put on our wedding stuff tomorrow. That'd be fun. Yeah, and you're like yeah. a Beetlejuice, and you yeah. can lay like corpses. <laughs> <laughs>